Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Redstone Weekly. Today, I cover the latest news, including the revealed name of 1.20. I read off the story of Noel to conclude the three-part creepypasta series I've been doing. I also answer any questions that you guys set in and talk about the mob of the day. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Now, I would not be surprised if you already have heard about this, but I'm going to say right here, the Minecraft 1.20 update has gotten a name now. The name of it is Minecraft Trails and Tales. This is a good name. I think it's a great name. I think it really describes the, cause it's the trails, like you're going on a, it, this update is encouraging exploration. So, although there is are no trails in Minecraft, in Minecraft, it is, I think it's a fitting name. And then the tales, you're telling stories about your adventures and you can stick all the stories in the Chills of Bookshelf. So yeah, it has a name now. Um, let's dive into all this, all the snapshots and everything for that. Because there is a lot of stuff because I haven't recorded it in a while. So I'll start with Minecraft 1.19.4, pre-release three, pre-release two and three actually. Um, so changes in pre-release two. Uh, there are some technical changes with mob behavior for the experimental features in pre-release 2. Uh, cherry Blossom and Wood said they updated the texture for Pink Petals and updated the textures for the Cherry Door, Cherry Slapping, or Sapling, and Cherry Boat with Chest. They updated, or they updated the neck of the decorated pot model. With the former pot, we decided to make the pot's neck clip with bots so that it would be extra flexible to build with. However, this had some Z fighting issues where two objects are in the same exact position and cause flickering. This was prevented with the new and more complex block model. It looks basically the same, although I did notice it's slightly differently shaped. Um, and then there's a ton of bug fixes. Okay, not that many, but uh, loaded crossbows looked unloaded in item frames and when we dropped in the ground. Um, zombies riding chicken or skeleton riding spider did not consider controllers by slash execute on controller command. Um, and tons of other ones. I'm not going to read all of them. And then we have pre-release three potions had, have had their colors adjusted to make them more distinguishable from each other. And they also have a, uh, you can now, uh, press F3S to dump contents of dynamic textures like atlases, maps, etc. to screenshots slash debug. Uh, experimental features, they updated the texture of the Archer Pottery Shard based on community feedback. Uh, next we have Minecraft 1.19.4, pre-release 4. Um, it has some bug and contains bug fixes, some cherry texture tweaks, and a button in the options menu to view the game credits. So changes, added credit an attribution button in the options menu so you can view the credits without having to jump through the end gateway portal or the main uh, end return portal. Technical changes, display entities. When a new interpolation is started, it now starts from the current state instead of the final state. Changes to, to experimental features. The update or the textures for the ch cherry tree leaves and cherry sign have been updated. Oh, I do notice they're slightly different. I think I like the new ones better. Um... And there are tons of bug fixes. Um, UI clicks in the Create New World menu tabs were louder than they should be. 
players were kicked from server environments due to chat message validation features when attempting to sign in chat after having previously altered chat settings and lots of other bug fixes. And all of these will be in the description. Speaking of which, I need to add the d- links for the description of my latest episode. I haven't done that yet. Uh, Minecraft 1.19.4 release candidate 3. Oh, wait. Release candidate 2. I missed that one. Here is the first and hopefully last release candidate for 1.19.4. Unless something critical pops up, no further changes will be made for the full release, which is planned for next week. Happy mining! Edit! We are releasing a second release candidate for 1.19.4 to fix a few critical issues. Let's start with RC1. Um, change to display entity interpol- interpolation. Interpolation always starts at the beginning of on client tick. Field interpolation underscore start is replaced with start underscore interpolation with a different meaning. Start underscore interpolation describes how the amount of ticks from the start of next client tick after receiving an update to start of interpolation. For example, value zero means that the interpolation will start at the next at the beginning of the next client tick after receiving the update. Start underscore interpolation is not stored in entity data. When using data commands, if, interp- if, it, if an interpolated value is updated, but start underscore interpolation is not present in modified tag, interpolation will continue from the time of previous update with new values. Hopefully you understood that, because I didn't. <laughs> And we have one fixed bug in RC1. Display entities summoned with initial transformation interpolate incorrectly from default transformation during next transformation. And then we have three critical bugs fixed in 1.19.4 release candidate 2. Um, advancement icons handle translucent textures wrong. Guardians apply thorns damage when hit by protect giles. And transparent 3D models don't render properly in GUI slash heartbar. All three of those have been fixed. Um, next up, 1.19.4 release candidate 3. A third release candidate is now available for 1.19.4, fixing one issue in preparation for the full release of Minecraft 1.19.4 tomorrow. Happy crafting. Uh, the one uh, bug that was fixed was guardians deal thorns damage even when spikes are retracted. I never even noticed that they retracted their spikes. Is that a feature? Huh. Okay, cool. And next up, we have Minecraft Java Edition 1.19.4. Yay! This release comes with improvements to horse breeding and jukeboxes, new visuals for potions, new accessibility features, and many new technical capabilities like the damage and ride commands in display and interaction entities. Over the update, uh, 1.20 experiment features have also been updated with the first look at the sniffer archaeology armor trims and cherry grove features um so changes upgraded horse breed or updated horse breeding jukeboxes have been changed to be at parity with bedrock interacting with armored tri- or ar- with armor or elytra items in hand will now swap them with equipped art or with qu- equipped gear the camera tilts when hurt is now based on the direction of incoming damage. Potions colors have been adjusted to make different types of potions more distinguishable. Potions no longer have enchantment glint due to it obscuring the color of the potion contents. Enchantment glints on items and armor is now more subtle. Armor stands now preserve custom names when placed and broken. Effects now use a separate charging animation when empty handed. Tweaks to recipe unlocking to make discovering vital crafting recipes easier for new players. Updated to create a new world screen. By the way, I love the new create world screen. I just checked it out very recently and I think it's great. 
new accessibility options and improvements, updated the realm screen to be more in line with the single player and multiplayer screens, added a notification for realms to tell you about important information about your realm, and added credits and attribution button in the, in the options menu. Now all of these, the article goes in depth about all of these changes. I'm not gonna read all of them because I have already, um, I have already used the, or I've already talked about this in my, in previous episodes. So I will say the new ride command, I'll have to check that out because that actually looks pretty good. Uh, it looks pretty cool. So I'd like to be able to just ride an entity like, I don't know if you have to say the name, like the, if the entity has to be named or if it's just the new, the nearest entity, but that would be, that's, that seems pretty cool. Be pre- pretty useful for adventure maps, I'd figure. Um, so technical changes. Lots of technical changes. I don't want to read them all. Just because it's a lot. Like, tons. I'm still scrolling. Still scrolling. Ah, experimental features. The following changes only apply when one or more experiments is turned on, either by activating the corresponding experimental data pack or by turning it on in the experiments screen while creating the world. Added smithing template items. Redesigned the smithing table. Changed how netherite equipment is crafted. Added a new armor trimming system to visually customize your armor. Added sniffer mob and torch flowers. Added cherry grove biome. Added archaeology and mob heads can now be placed on top of note blocks without sneaking. I'm not going to read all of these because, I, again, I've already read them all. But, yeah, they're there. They are there for you to look at. Wow, that is a long article. Next up, we have the bedrock edition side of things. I'm trying to group things more, so I had the uh, update name, and then I had Java, and then I'm going to do Bedrock, and then I'm going to do Miscellaneous News. So Minecraft Preview 1.19.80.20. Uh, this is now, or now that Minecraft 1.20 has officially been named the Trails and Tales update, we're going to keep this train going at full speed with a whole slew of new experimental features and bug fixes coming to Bedrock this week. Are you ready to explore the Cherry Grove, aka the Cherry Blossom Biome? There, there may be two names for this beautiful place floating around, and we are sorry this is confusing. Just like the features, their names are also in progress. Regardless of what you choose to call it, it's lovely, so I would advise you to find it as soon as possible. While we are not quite ready to armor trims, to add armor trims, we do have ch- changes to decorated pots, suspicious sand, the brush, and the camel. We even have a new You Died screen. So get out there and fling yourself into some lava or stare down a creeper. Don't forget to send us all your feedback and ideas at uh, aka.ms slash mc120 feedback and report any bugs to bugs.mojing.com. Experimental features. Cherry Grove. Introduced the Cherry Grove biome with pretty cherry blossom trees. You can find it in the mountains like meadows. Uh, It has a new flower, pink petals, as ground cover, which can be crafted into pink dye. Pigs, rabbits, sheep, and bees spawn there. I didn't notice the rabbits thing there on the Java article. Interesting. And comes with a new wood set for cherry blossom trees. We also have the decorated pot. Changes with the, uh, same changes with the, uh, shape, uh, with the Z fighting issues. Um, the brush has some changes. Suspicious sand has some changes. The camel, uh, has a bug fix. Um, and one, uh, and one and a half block sneaking is uh, is now behind the short sneak toggle. Enable, enable the toggle, toggle to continue to test out the feature while we continue polishing it. And features and bug fixes. They updated the You Died experience. Today, 
starting today, we're rolling out some changes to the screen. You see, when you die in Minecraft, this design is available to everyone in preview slash beta, except if you have add-ons applied. We'd love to hear what you think. Please share your feedback with us at uh, aka.ms slash Minecraft PD screen. To use the old screen instead, go to settings, then video, and turn off new you died screen experimental. Um, I think the new diet screen looks pretty good. It's slightly different. Um, the font is a bit different, but it has the similar buttons to the uh, create world screen where it's different. You're slowly rolling out, I think, a, a slightly different GUI for Bedrock Edition. Um, and we've got tons of bug fixes and technical changes. Uh, next up, we have the 1.70 update on Bedrock. Minecraft Bedrock Edition update. The last, mine, the latest, not last, no, not last, not last, I didn't say anything. Uh, the latest Minecraft update has arrived. This release brings several quality changes, or quality of life improvements to the game, changes to horse breeding, plus early versions of archaeology and sniffer as new experimental features from 1.20. Let's see what's inside. So they have changes to player emotes. I will talk about that more in the separate article that talks about that. Um... Vanilla parody. Gameplay. Fix an issue where night cannot be skipped if one or more players were on the death screen. Eating and drinking animations are now always centered, regardless of aspect ratio. Uh, mobs. There's a bunch of uh, mob changes. Bell parody changes. I'm not going to read them all. And then there's also the sniffer uh, and archaeology available in, uh, in uh, experimental settings. And then tons of technical changes. Man, these are some long articles. The, the, the full update ones uh, are always long. Minecraft Preview 1.19.80.21. The days of your Indominus own armor are now over because armor trims are finally coming to Bedrock Edition as experimental features this week. So these are the same stuff as in Java. So I'm not going to read them all. But you, you'll free, feel free to check out this um, on at your own... Uh, on your own in the description. In the link in the description. Now, new emote features for Bedrock Edition. Emoting just got easier. By the way, why don't we have emotes in Java? Why don't... Why haven't they done that yet? Anyways, if you haven't opened up your... If you've ever opened up your emoting wheel in Minecraft Bedrock Edition to find it empty or fancy it emoting without pausing your gameplay, then I have good news for you. Today we're rolling out some new... Some helpful new updates to Bedrock Edition to make emoting faster, easier, and even more fun. Because there are now some hidden emote easter eggs for you to discover too emoji chat emoting in bedrock edition has up until this point been a lot like mining unless you're looking at another player you won't know what they're doing with the new emote features you'll now see a chat string every time you emote this means that even if your realm buddies don't see you frantically waving they'll be able to read it in when it pops up in their chat or listening to it depending on their accessibility settings yippee our developers didn't stop there though they've also hidden a secret easter egg in the, these chat strings one secret that they refuse to tell me what it is. Apparently, to discover it, you need to click your heels together and emote the same thing a, a few times. Okay, I lied. You don't need to click your heels. I've got the dance the conga emote equipped at the moment, so I'm going to do that over and over again and see what happens. Will I end up the dance in an incredible flourish? Will my will all my realm buddies join in and dance with me? Open up Bedrock Edition to find out. If you don't want to join me on your Easter egg the discovery and your emote easter egg discovery or you simply dislike the idea of emoji chat strings popping up but don't worry players and server owners can also mute the emoji chat in world settings quick emoting with new hotkeys 
you've never emoted before, then fear not, this new update will make that easier too. Now when you spawn in your world, you'll see some handy instructions that'll guide you on how to open up the chat and the emote wheel. The emote wheel is where you can choose between your emojis, or with, between your emotes. Previously this held six slots, but now the emoji wheel will be really reduced to four. Um, this is so you can emote more quickly using hotkeys. Each of your four slots will be tied to a corresponding key on your keyboard or a button on your c controller, meaning you can emote without pausing your game. Just press B on your keyboard if you play, uh, if you play on PC or left on your, uh, on your console controller's directional pad, and it'll open up a quick emote box in the bottom left-hand side of your screen. Uh, this, you know what that means, right? Faster emoting and more conga dancing for me. Um, here we go, yep, so when you open up the thing, it'll, you can just press 1, 2, 3, or 4, or if you're on, uh, console, it'll, it shows Y, B, X, A. As well as making sure you've always got four emotes equipped, as default, wave, simple clap, follow me, and over there, it'll also be easier than ever to see which emotes you own, and which you don't. Head to the dressing room, and you'll discover your, your own emotes, and then you've nabbed through achievements, in the box at the top. Isn't that tidy? You'll also, you'll even be able to change which hotkeys correspond with, with, to which emote in this section. So if you're a rebel who customizes their controls, then, their controls, then by all means, run wild. Are you true? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, nothing else interesting in this article. So next up, you can now play Dungeons for free on PS Plus. Kind of. So, um, between March 7th and April 3rd, members of PlayStation Plus will be able to both play and keep Minecraft Dungeons for free. Um, you see, this month, Minecraft Dungeons is part of the Honorable Mon March edition of PlayStation Plus Monthly Games. This means Mojang Studios' blocky dungeon crawler will be free to play throughout the month on both PlayStation 4 and 5. What's even better is that if you download Minecraft Dungeons during this time, you'll be able to keep it forever. Yes, you heard it correctly, heroes. Forever. Just like that large creamy cake I conveniently stole, bar stole borrowed for eternity after I found it all alone in the dungeon team's kitchen. Um, there will also be special deals to all Dungeon DLC and Season and Adventure passes throughout this month, with up to 33% off for select content. But of course, you need a PS Plus subscription. But hey, it's kind of like Game Pass, except a bit more limited. Also, have you ever owned a Chromebook? Have you ever been disappointed when you bought the Chromebook and then realized you can't play Minecraft on it? Didn't you feel sad? Well, Minecraft is launching on Chromebook. Early access version of Rise today. So you can play. Early access means that in this stage, only select Chromebook devices that meets the minimum requirements will get the option to buy Minecraft. So you'll have to check out the Google Play Store to see if Minecraft is available for you. This isn't because we want to sing out some of our players as special. We love you all equally. It's so that we can test the game's performance before we make it available to more players. Is this a Bedrock Edition? Is this is the Chromebook version a Bedrock Edition? Oh, no it is! It is Bedrock Edition! Awesome! And the minimum requirements for it are Operating System Chrome OS 111, uh, System Architecture 64-bit, Processor Intel Celeron uh, N4500, Intel i37130U, Metatech MT8183, Qualcomm S6-7180 or better. Memory, 4 gigs of, of RAM, and storage minimum of 1 gig game installation, of game installation, maps, or other and other files. If you meet these requirements, then you can go ahead and get it. 
there's also some tips on uh, optimizing it. So you can buy it three different ways. You can buy the Android version, which is $7, and that just gives you the Android version. You can buy the uh, Chromebook version, uh, or no, you can buy the Chromebook Android bundle for $20. And if you, uh, and uh, if you're buying the Android version and want to upgrade to the Chromebook version, the price will be $13. Uh, so yeah, there you go. So yeah, that's all the news. It's a lot of news, but it's it's all the news. Uh, yeah, so that's all the news. So now let's move over to the Null story. As the reminder always goes, this is one, it's a creepypasta. So it's gonna be cre- a bit creepy. If you don't like this stuff, you can skip forward. Or if you're using Anchor, you could skip forward to the next segment. Or if I eventually figure out how to use chapters, then I'll do the chapters, which I haven't figured out how to do yet. But supposedly you can do it now with the new Spotify and Anchor podcasting, like merge or whatever. Anyways, um, and second of all, none of this is real. This is all fake, even though it's going to repeatedly say that it's not fake or something like that. Um, so here it is. Now, we've all heard the story of the supposedly legend of Herobrine. You know, the one spirit who's said to roam and stalk you in what you thought were safe single-player worlds? Now, I know you're probably thinking to yourself, Hey, Herobrine isn't real, not yet, he's fake and will always be. But what if I were to tell you that Herobrine is real? However, not in the way may one, one may think. Let me explain. About three years ago, I was playing in an older version, alpha or beta, I can't really remember. It was a simple time back then. I was at a younger age and I didn't really know how harmful such an innocent game like Minecraft could be. As far as the memories, however, there weren't much. I remember my first world, my first house, you know, things normal players would remember when they first started the game. Now I had a friend who told me about this little Herobrine rumor going around. I thought it was kind of funny because I thought he was joking on with me. So I shrugged it off. I must admit, I was a little intrigued about this silly little ghost. You probably would be too if you thought some evil guy with no eyeballs was going around attacking people in such a colorful game. And these days, I never recalled actually seeing Herobrine, but I saw someone who almost acted like him, but looked way different. This player was all black. You couldn't see any detail at all. He was just pitch black. I never thought much of him because he never directly came up to him. And he never acted hostile in a sense. He was kind of just watching, so to speak. Some time passed, and ever since I upgraded to a much bigger step, like the public 1.4, for example, he kind of vanished. Gone. I was a little older by then, but still didn't think of him as evil. I remembered how fun the old times were, so I wanted to try and find a way to play on older versions, but I never could. That is, however, until Minecraft's new launcher came into place. You could actually go back in time. So I did. Keep in mind, my game wasn't modded. You couldn't really mod an older version, or at least I couldn't. I started up version 1.2.5 in beta, I believe. All was fine, of course, until a few after a few days. That's when the spooky ghost, known as Herobrine, showed himself to me. After walking home from mining, I went through a little forest to the east of the location of my wooden shack. Because smooth lighting wasn't a thing yet, it was really dark for me. Couldn't make out much until there was light. A very dim light. It showed just out of the corner of my eye. When I walked back after seeing it, I saw it was the cliche redstone torch. I thought it was just a little prank mojo I put in so everyone would shut their mouths about Herobrine. I examined the torch very carefully, but thinking it was a little joke, I continued walking. When I reached my house, another sign... No. When I reached my house, a sign showed up where my door was. Another prank, I thought. The sign was a little strange. It said one word. No. 
Now, if I'm not mistaken, null is usually something similar to saying not available or something. So with my not very unsuspecting mind, So, with my not very suspecting mind, I thought it was just meant to be another joke, but kind of bugged out. I slept off the night until morning came. When I walked out the front door, I heard something like the sound of crying, whimpering, shouting, or possibly a growl. But, why, but while the sound played, the noise it made got corrupted and turned into a muttering glitch noise. I looked around, left, right, behind me. No one was there. But out of nowhere, a fall damage noise was heard. I quickly turned around, and I saw Herobrine. I was shocked. Before I could do anything, however, my game froze, and the screen turned into the dirt background before Minecraft randomly quits itself. In fear, I was wondering what in the world I, did I just see? I'd had enough. I emailed Mojang as soon as I could, asking why they would put such a stupid prank into such a horrifying scene. There was no response until about 12 months. No. There was no response until about two months. But they didn't say sorry or anything. They gave a message along the lines of, We cannot say anything discussing the matter of Herobrine. I didn't want to play in those happy-go-lucky days of older Minecraft anymore. So I updated to 1.7.4. I started a new world, I spawned in the plains biome, and I went to explore the new biomes that were made for this update. I never got around to any interesting ones, so I decided I'd give up. After all, I just suffered three nights without shelter. After I built it, I logged off. I didn't play again for a few days, because of course, school is a priority. When I eventually got around to free time, I went into my world. However, I wasn't in front of my brand new built house. No, instead I was deep underground. So deep that I could see bedrock particles. I turned my brightness up so I could see better. In front of me was a narrow hallway. It didn't have any light, so I decided to walk down for a bit. After about five minutes, I was tired and I wanted to turn back, but out of nowhere I realized a wall of stone was blocking my path. Did someone put it there to prevent escape? It wasn't long until I discovered again another cliché redstone torch. I was thinking to myself, oh great. I continued my journey through this narrow one-block width tunnel. More torches started to appear, possibly lighting my way. I reached the, a dead end, however a sign was there to greet me. When I started reading the sign, I heard another corrupted noise. It almost sounded like a depressed voice asking for help. The audio cut out afterwards. I was scared to turn around. The sign was already enough with these newly shown letters, unreadable in Swedish text. I quickly took a screenshot before manually exiting out of my game. I opened up the screenshot, followed by Google Translate. I slowly typed in the words one by one. I then clicked Translate. What I read made my heart go cold. It said, Help. Noel is here. Tell everyone about me. I hesitated before thinking about playing the game again, but I came to the conclusion that if I don't help now, I may not get the chance to later. I logged back in. I was greeted by being up high in the sky with nothing in my inventory, and there was one piece of bedrock holding me up. I looked around, and there he was. The name you've all heard before, Herobrine. I stared at him until my screen got bugged and turned into static. I was stuck in place. He then started using the chatting system. However, no name tag showed who was stating the message. I took screenshots of every sentence he made before he decided to crash me again. Once again, I had opened Google Translate. The messages got more creepy the more I translated. It stated the following. I need help. Do you remember playing during the golden age of Minecraft? If so, do you remember the man who you were greeted by every now and then? The one who was as black as the night itself? Do not take this monster lightly. I am trapped. You can blame him. I'm sure you've heard stories about me. How I tortured innocent players. Every single one of them is false. I am feared upon being a very evil entity. But I'm not. I'm one of the good guys. That man you've seen before. 
He is different. He is evil. Please tell everyone that I am trapped. Maybe they have a solution. If you don't help, however, well, then it's his game now. Those words this newly misunderstood character had said made me think of a way to help. I talked to another friend who also played Minecraft. He told me of a YouTuber who played the game and had very similar experiences and how he's still trying to solve this mystery. He had things related to mine, such as the sighting in, the, in Alpha, the report to Mojang, the same response, even some of the same things Herobrine had done to him. He had had a lot of encounters, a few more than me. Herobrine also seemed to be very disturbed during the time of appearing to this guy. Herobrine also led him to clues about whoever Null is. To believe or not to believe, the choice is up to you. Although I do not have visual evidence, due to the fact being that after he corrupted my world, he also took away all my evidence of him being present in that world. The ones this guy recorded do leave solid proof. Just look around YouTube and you'll find a playlist of all five sightings he has done during this report. Just remember guys, he's looking out for you, trying to warn you of the dangers you can't see. And as for Noel, he's looking out for you, trying to endanger you. So that's the story of Noel. Wasn't that cheery? So let's talk about the bat. The bat is an ambient mob. What makes it an ambient mob? Because it's useless. It does nothing. Nothing. It flies around, gets in the way, and it's really difficult to kill it. It's so... Oh, it's boring. It's boring. It's useless. It doesn't do anything. So, yeah. But I'm gonna talk about it anyways because it's on the list of passive mobs. So, a bat is a flying ambient passive mob that spawns in dark areas underground. Actually, let's run through the stats. The bat has six health points or three hearts. It is an animal, that's the classification. It's passive, it spawns below layer 63, a light level of three or less in neighboring blocks. And, uh, oh, October 20th to November 3rd, a light level of six or less in neighboring blocks. So they'll spawn more frequently between October 20th and November 3rd. Uh, and that's only in Java Edition. And they are 0.9 blocks tall and 0.5 blocks wide. Bats can spawn in groups of eight in Java Edition and two in Bedrock Edition in the overworld at a light level of three or less on opaque blocks below Y level 63. They also need at least two air blocks or alternatively a top trapdoor or a top slab in the block above foot level. In Java Edition, between October 20th and October 3rd, they require a light level of six or less to spawn. On super flat worlds, bats spawn below the non-air layer, ignoring the usual layer 63 limitation. Drops, bats do not drop any items or experience upon death. Very lame. Gotta do something. I mean, I understand, okay, I'm, 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 I'm giving, I'm not giving the bat the credit it deserves. It is a really good ambient mob. I just feel like it should have more use because it's a pain to kill. They're flying all around ridiculously fast. Um, bats are small, less than a block tall and wide. They quick randomly. They often fly around aimlessly, tending to favor the east, and sometimes fly into lava and catch on fire. Bats hang upside down on the other side of a solid block when idle, although they cannot hang on transparent or non-solid blocks. If a player approaches a bat hanging upside down, even if the player is invisible, it flies away. This also happens if the player breaks the block the bat is hanging from. Bats despawn when too far away from the player. Bats collision boxes do not interact with the player or redstone components. 
uh, blah blah blah, a bunch of sound stuff. The identifier is bat for both Java and Bedrock, and the translation key is entity.minecraft.bat for Java edition, and Bedrock edition is entity.bat.name, and then Bedrock edition, its numeric ID is 19. Um, entity data, they have a bunch of entity data, I'm not going to say it all, because it's a lot. And then history, and 1.4.2, they added bats. Um, in 1.11, they changed the entity, the entity ID was changed from bat to Minecraft colon bat. In 1.14, the texture of the bats were changed. And then for pocket edition, edition in 0.11.0, uh, they added bats for the pocket edition alpha. In bedrock edition 1.10.0, they added, the texture of the bats were changed. In legacy console edition, um, TU19, CU7, 1.12, patch 11, or 1.0.1, they added bats, and in 1.9.0, the texture of the bats were changed. And with the new Nintendo 3DS edition, uh, 1. or 0.1.0, they added bats. Normally, I wouldn't say all of this, all, uh, mention all of this, but I figured I would just because it's, uh, th- this is a very short article. Anyways, and then uh, some trivial uh, cool things. Um, according to Jeb, the bat is an example of an ambient mob, a mob that constantly spawns similar to the squid, but constantly despawns when the player, because the player is not around, it does not serve any purpose. Between 20, October 20th and November 3rd, bats spawn more frequently as a small Easter egg in homage to Halloween. So yeah, that's the bat. Um, there's also a Lego bat. Oh yeah, I actually have the Lego bat. Hey, I'll, I'll post a picture of my Lego bat in the in my Flickr if I remember. So yeah, that's um, the bat. One of the more boring mobs in, in Minecraft. But hey, it's a nice ambience. Some nice ambience. So yeah, that's the mom of the day segment. Okay, so I have three questions. First, Masked Wolf 2.0 said, no clone story, please. I considered that, but I don't want to end up just turning into Minecraft spooky stories. Um... I am just doing a three-part series, plus I think the Null clone, it's not actually that interesting. So, I considered it, but I eventually uh, decided to not do it. So, publishing your answer. Yes, it's called publishing now. Because it's, because of this podcasters, uh, Spotify, like it's now Spotify for podcasters or whatever. And then also, Harrison Palace said, when did, when will the Minecraft 1.20 Trails and Tales update come out? So, First, they haven't actually said when they're going to release it, but I have experienced enough Minecraft updates to know that they probably will release it between April, at earliest April, to July, sometime between then. Maybe May, May to June, that's probably where it's most likely to come out. So although they haven't disclosed exactly when it's going to come out, I have a basic idea of when it's of the the general time, just judging by previous Minecraft updates. But it does look like they're more, they're further into these features, so we may get one earlier than that. Who knows? Alright, next we have, uh, so I'll go ahead and publish your answer, or your question. And then Cameron Munro said, can you go over Minecraft mods? Yes, but not soon. 
just because I gotta make a list of Minecraft mods that I like. So, I'll probably go over, um, I don't know whether you're wanting me to go over how to do Minecraft mods or just popular Minecraft mods and mods that I like. So I'm gonna do both, cause why not? Um, and then we have, oh actually that's all of them. So yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it a mods episode soon-ish, uh, whenever I get the chance. And also I'm going to say in this segment, if you didn't notice from, I don't know, um, well if you didn't notice, uh, mode, or Spotify, who, uh, makes, uh, Anchor FM, which is what I used to host my podcast, or used, because they merged Anchor FM and Spotify for Podcasters. So, Anchor FM was the hosting, uh, podcast hoster that Spotify bought in, I don't know, 2017, I don't remember when, and that's what I used to host my podcast. But, um... Spotify for podcasters was the way you can add your podcast to spot to Spotify and get access to that But it wasn't a hosting platform now. They're both the same thing you host you uh, You get create a podcast using Spotify for podcasters. It automatically distributes it to uh, Spotify and then it also will distribute to other platforms or if you Already have an RSS feed that you're hosting on your own you can put it into uh, you can put it into, you can just add your RSS feed to it, and that way. So, that's that. I uh, just wanted to point that out. So, the only difference, one of the main differences that you'll notice is that when you go, uh, is that I'm publishing answers. Also, I'm gonna re-record my ad once Spotify gives me a new script. They haven't given me a new script. I don't know when they're gonna do it, but yeah. So yeah, uh, now let's move on to the outro. If you did enjoy this episode, be sure to let me know by emailing me at redstoneweeklypodcast at gmail.com, voicemailing me at anchor.fm slash redstoneweekly slash message. Does that link still work? Hold on. Oh, it does! Okay, that link still works. Okay, I won't change the link yet, so it's just, that's, it's gonna stay like that. Um, anchor.fm slash redstoneweekly slash message. Uh, you can review me on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Review, you can respond to a Spotify question, or you can comment on a post on my blog. I haven't posted in a while. I'm kind of pausing on there as I'm trying to also get episodes out more frequently. Um, you can check out, or you can play on my server, redstoneweekly.ddns.net. The Java port is 25565, the Bedrock port is 19132, and yes! The Java server has finally been fixed. It turned out I just had to right-click it and click run as administrator. It was really easy. I wish I had realized that, like, a couple months ago. But anyways... Um, you can also check out my Flickr, uh, at F-L-I-C-K-R dot com slash Redstone Weekly. And you can check out any links for stuff that, in, that was in this in, or in the description, whenever I add them. I still have to add the stuff for, uh, my latest episode, um, episode 36. But hey, uh, it's fine. Um, anyways, yeah, you can check out my blog, uh, podcastredstoneweekly.blogspot.com. Uh, I don't have a lot of posts, but eh, it's fine. Um, and yeah, so that is all I have to, oh, also, I'm going to propose something. I'd like my podcast to change a bit in format, so I'm wondering, how would you guys feel if I only had the intro music and the outro music, and the way I had it is we'd do the intro music, and they would get a bit quieter while I'm start, I start to talk, and then it just, 
uh, slowly fade out. And then I go to the next segment, and no music, no music, no music, all the way till the outro, and no music until close to the end, it starts playing the music, and then, um, after I stop talking, it brings the music back to, uh, normal volume. What would you guys think of that? Let me know in any of the ways you can contact me. I may just do a couple episodes like that to see how I feel they are, they will be, but I don't know, let me know what you think about that, because I want to change a bit of my podcast. Um, but not enough to make a new season. I don't know what I'm going to do if I want to make a new season, because I don't can't think of anything to add to my podcast. So, hey, if y'all think of anything that you want my podcast to uh, change to include or whatever, let me know, again, by the ways you can contact me. So, yeah, that's all I have to talk about, to talk about today, so I will see you in the next episode. Bye!